0: My name is Kelly Pietrangeli, and I've been thinking about the stories that we tell. Too often we let stories from our past define us. We'll tell them over and over to ourselves and to others until it becomes our truth. But what if, without deviating from actual facts, we choose to tell different stories? And what if these new stories could bring us more freedom and strength? I'm going to share some true facts about my own life. And I'll follow each one with the stories I could be telling myself about each one, followed by the story I choose to go with. So here's fact number one My father abused my teenage mother when she was pregnant with me and left us when I was just a few days old. I've never seen him again. The stories I could be telling myself right now men are bad, men can't be trusted. The reason I can't hold on to a relationship is because my father left me. I'm unwanted. I'm unlovable. The true story I choose to go with, they were young, he felt trapped and scared. His fears must have driven him to behave very badly. He had his own issues from his own childhood. It sucks, but it doesn't define me or shape my views of men or myself. If I'd held on to the negative self-talk or views about men, it could have prevented me from being the happy, loving, loved person I am today. Here's fact number two. In my tween and teen years, my mother worked nights in a factory, and I didn't see her before or after school. There was never a parent attending my school music and sporting events or awards presentations, and I found my own way home afterward often walking back in the dark, freezing cold winters of Minnesota on my own. I got myself up into school on time, oversaw my own homework, dinner, and bedtimes, and often that of my younger brother, too. The story I could be telling? My mother didn't care about me. She was irresponsible. She put me in danger and neglected my needs. I have to fend for myself in this world, or nobody else will. I need to look out for number one— This is why I'm lonely. This is why I never succeeded. I was handed a bum deal compared to my friends. I could have made more of my life if I'd felt supported and had good guidance at pivotal stages of my youth. Here's the story I choose to go with. My mother was doing the best she could with what she had. Being very independent from a young age taught me responsibility. I'm truly motivated to be present in the lives of my own children, attending their events, encouraging and offering guidance. The past has definitely made me a better mother. Fact number three. The boyfriend I fell madly in love with in my 20s verbally and physically abused me until I was finally hospitalized with cracked ribs. I gave up my career and possessions in California to move to London to be with him. I knew nobody there except his friends. The stories I could be telling myself now? History repeats itself. I was abused because my father abused my mother. I deserved it for being such an idiot, moving abroad for somebody I barely knew. I'm not worthy of proper love and respect. Men are all assholes. Here's the story I choose. I didn't know my boyfriend well enough before I moved abroad to be with him. I felt unable to move back to the U.S. as I'd given up my job, home, life, car, everything there. I continued to stay with him for too long out of fear and ignorance. But I'm smarter now. I learned what I don't want in a relationship, and it enabled me to recognize what I do want and to find it. I'm stronger, and I know myself now. I love myself. I am worthy. Do you know anybody who's been dealt a crappy deck and now tells the first kinds of stories? Do they blame past circumstances for their present life? Do they begrudge the people who've mistreated them along the way? Which stories from your past do you tell yourself and others over and over? Are these stories helping you, or might they be holding you back? Rewriting the script in your head isn't easy, especially if you've been telling it for a very long time. I've got a few ways to begin to dump the old stories and replace them with new ones. These are things that I've done, and I'm going to share them with you to see if any of them might work for you. Number one, recognize when you're telling the story and press your mental pause button. Stop giving it fuel. Number two, write down the fact, as I've done, and then the story you're presently telling. Now, write a more positive interpretation of it. What good has come out of it? What have you learned? How would it feel if you dropped the old story and told a new one? Explore this on paper and see what it brings up. Number three, use EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique. It's effective for bringing your story to the surface, getting real about your feelings, and then changing the narrative around it. For deep-rooted stuff, work with a qualified EFT practitioner. There are lots of different things out there now. I've been working with a, with an energy alignment coach, a coach who teaches me how to bring up the old stuff and recognize it, but then completely, that's kind a motion code practitioner, that's it. So there are lots of people out there who are gifted and can help you with the more deep-seated stuff that you need help bringing to the surface and coming to terms with. There are so many great things out there, so be open-minded to getting that kind of outside help number four, practice loving what is. Have a notebook handy as you read the book Loving What Is by Byron Katie. Write your answers to her four powerful questions. It only works when you do the work. This book single-handedly healed my relationship with my mother, and I highly recommend it. It's called Loving What Is by Byron Katie. Self-limiting beliefs often stem from stories you're clinging on to that aren't serving you. They hold you back from true happiness and success. Begin to bring a gentle awareness to these stories and see if you can give them new meaning. It isn't about forgetting your past and making things up. It's about choosing to tell the truth in a less victimizing and more empowering way. What have I learned by sharing this story with you today? Well, it's reminding me that although I've tackled some really huge stories in my life that could have held me back, I also need to continue to be aware of the smaller stories I tell myself each day, which aren't in my best interest, like reading too much into something someone says, or dwelling on something that happened yesterday, which doesn't need to affect my happiness today. My biggest dream is to be a guest speaker and workshop facilitator at retreats all over the world. I want to share the framework for how I created my own project, me, 10 years ago, and how others can do the same. I also want to drive around around in a mobile library bus, delivering books to kids in villages all over South America. I've had this on my vision board, and I need to begin taking those first small step actions to make it happen. I'm holding myself publicly accountable here for doing that. Thank you, Sydney, and everyone listening. Here's to seeking the joy. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.